This is Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates, and this is the Retirement Ready Show. Our goal is to educate you on the many topics of retirement and inform you how to create a successful Retirement Ready Roadmap. Thank you for joining me today for another episode where we will make your Retirement Ready Roadmap simple. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner, and you're tuned in to the Retirement Ready Show. Joined this week by my compadres, Brad Allen, Randy Winkler. Hello. How's it going, fellas? Going great. Really good. Although, it it did finally snow here in Wisconsin. I know we have, you know, listeners from all over the place, but for a while there, I was thinking there wasn't going to be any snow this year. It snowed on Christmas, and then it melted, and then it was 40 degrees for a while, which in Wisconsin is shorts weather. Right. Um, (laughs) And then, you know, this week it kind of snowed and got slippery out again and, and cold. My wife's entire family is up in the Minneapolis area, and I believe I heard they've already had 53 inches of snow this year. My goodness. So she took a picture of our backyard the other day when there was just a light dusting, and yeah. she sent it up there. I'm like, oh, we're getting hammered. Right. <laughs> they didn't find that amusing. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing this time of year, and it's it's always funny. You know, we, we, we're able, uh, fortunately, to work with so many folks uh, from all over the country that tune into the show, and, you know, sometimes you're on a zoom with somebody and it's sunny and 80 right. and they're on their deck right <laughs> yeah <laughs> a little jealousy yeah a little bit but very grateful very very grateful to work with folks but great topic this week guys we're talking a little bit about kind of emotions and kind of how those tie into investments and you know maybe you follow the news financial or not keep an eye on the stock market there's really a connection between the two every time there's a new report about high inflation the markets get spooked but it's not just inflation news that impacts the market. We've seen it in the past, right? Global unrest, changes in laws, pandemics, other events, not only drive the prices up and down, but they can have a big impact on people's emotions. And if you're affected the same way and you're not careful, those emotions can really be one of the biggest dangers to your financial future, your retirement. So in today's show, we want to discuss why one of the best ways to help weather these volatile markets and meet your financial objectives and manage your risk is to have a carefully constructed plan. I think one of the greatest values of a sound financial plan may be the ease of mind, peace of mind, excuse me, it can provide when we're in a market like this, ups and downs, right? You don't have to plan, you're not concerned, you know, because you know that's been taken care of in your plan. If you're not sure you have a plan or want a second set of eyes, reach out to us, retirementreadyshow.com. We'd love to connect with you. That's completely complimentary. But without a plan, Brett, it's really easy to allow emotions to drive your decisions, and that can result in financial losses. This often happens because people can't take the stress of watching it go up and down. So we want to show you today some planning tactics that can help keep your emotions out of the equation, allowing you to make the best decisions for your financial future. But as always, we want to really help you create a plan where you can live the retirement of your dreams. And Brad, I think we all know it, right? I mean... Maybe a better name for the uh, stock market would be emotional roller coaster. I think so. Is that so. too dramatic? It was a little it's dramatic. dramatic right, but sorry. it makes sense. I tried. I was working on an analogy. <laughs> Do you have a drama button? Yeah. There? Yeah. <laughs> um, I used to be a big roller coaster fan. I remember in high school and in, in college, we would we would drop everything and go to, uh, we have six flags out here uh, by us in Wisconsin. But 
as of late, you know, as I started getting older, once I hit 30 and above, and I just don't like heights anymore. I don't like the ups and downs. It kind of makes my stomach turn a little bit. And, you know, if you kind of look at a graph showing historical stock market performance, it's ups and downs might easily remind you of that roller coaster. And over the last few years, you might say that the ride has gotten much more gut-wrenching. Uh, the lows have been a lot lower. The highs have been higher. And it's really anyone's guess of what's in store next. If the retirement portfolio is tied to the market, these ups and downs don't just impact your savings. They can also easily put you on that emotional roller coaster. So there are a lot of people who feel the same about the, the stock market when they're looking at those roller coasters at Six Flags and one just drops and one goes up and then it twists and turns. And there's a lot of people out there who feel the same way about that, that roller coaster in the stock market. Why even take that ride, some people ask? You know, the, the answer is pretty simple when you, when you really look at it. We need the gains that the stock market has historically provided so that the retirement savings have the best chance to grow enough to, number one, keep up with inflation, especially in a time right now where inflation is so high. But also, and so our savings has the best chance of lasting for as long as we might live. People are living longer and longer. And, you know, one of the, out of the two spouses, if you're married, might live a lot longer than the other spouse. Is there enough money there to provide for the rest of both of your lives? And there are some potential large risks we might ultimately face when completely avoiding investing in the stock market. If you put everything into cash, that cash is not growing. You're not going to keep up with that inflation. And it's really hard to get back into the market. I know a lot of people try to time the market, right? And they get out when the market's down. They try to get back in when the market's going back up. But that can be really difficult, too. If you miss that upswing, you might get in too late or not get in at all. I met people who got out in, in the early you know, 2000s because the market was crazy back then, and they never got back in. So you just have to be careful. That's why working with an advisor, working with a fiduciary, working with somebody who specializes in retirement planning for the ups and the downs is so important just to have that plan in place for I have somewhere to draw from no matter what the market's doing or I have a plan I have the right risk tolerance all that is very important Brad you remind me of something I read a number of years ago that didn't make any sense to me at all until I really thought about it it said that I won't go into all the numbers but it said that the average mutual fund investor did 10 percent worse than the average mutual fund and I thought, how could you possibly do that? If you could throw a dart and hit the right mutual fund and, and you do 10% worse, but it was the emotions. It was the timing. It was getting out at the low and getting in at the high, trying to time and do the exact opposite of what we're taught to do. Well, actually, we're not taught to do. It's just kind of a saying, but nobody actually does that unless you get some guidance and have somebody helping you, you know, when you're on your uh, emotional financial couch that they're talking you through the issues and and uh, looking at the time frame and risk, and is it appropriate for the age bracket that you're in? Yeah, I think getting that right makes such a big difference because, you know, there is, um, Brad, you know, definitely age-appropriate investing. There's these different cycles of life, right, that we think about. You can really simplify and call it the accumulation stage while we're working, the preservation stage when we're retired. But what it boils down to, excuse me, is in retirement, we need income. Right. Most of us need income and we're that that account that we just put money into for all these years. We fed it, fed it, fed it, didn't worry about it. Suddenly, not only do we lose income sources from employment, but now we have to start taking money out of those accounts. That can be really stressful for people. And I think that that can cause, you know, a lot of challenges, concerns. It is possible to create a plan where, you know, your income is going to be safe. 
right? And we really encourage people to consider that. Think about a plan where you know your income that you need is going to be there. Then we can gamble with the rest, right? We can invest the rest at different risk tolerances, depending on what you're comfortable with, go for some long-term gains. But boy, imagine how it would make you feel. How happy would you be right now in this market environment if you knew your income was there and you didn't have to worry about the talking heads on the news, right? And that's where that age-appropriate investing comes in, Brad. I, I know we've all been doing this a long time, but it just seems to me if we have a year where we make 20% for clients, nobody's doing anything different, mm -hmm. right? Spending stays the same. But when you lose 20, 30, 40%, now people are saying, can I go to Disney? Can I go, you know, travel in the winter? Can I, you know, should I get a part-time job, right? It just seems that losses hurt more than gains feel good. You know, I met with a, a new family um, who came in for the first time a couple weeks back, and they were telling me, uh, they had this this trip plan to I think it was Italy, uh, Rome, somewhere somewhere around there, and it was an expensive trip, right? They wanted to take all the kids with them and all these different things, and they said we've had to postpone it. Number one, obviously with COVID and all these things, but number two, the market is down so much that they don't want to take that amount of money out of the market to be able to take that trip, and that's just kind of gut wrenching, right? I mean. Uh, Retirement's so tricky. I mean, this is what we do, right? We work in retirement planning. All of our clients are getting very close to or already in retirement. And these are the things that we're planning for them. What are your goals? What do you want to hit along the way? And when I hear about something like that, where a, a family had to push off a vacation that maybe it never happens now. I mean, that time in their life that they could have spent together and had those memories is not here because the market was down. So you want to have a plan in place to say, okay, I have this safe spot to draw from. If the market's down 20%, we still can take that trip three years from now. We don't have to worry about, should I try to time this? Should we try to time it better with uh, the stock market? I mean, you just want that kind of peace of mind. I always tell everybody, you have seasons in retirement. You have the go-go, the slow-go, and the no-go season, right? That go-go seems to be a shorter and shorter window for some people. You don't know what tomorrow brings, Right. So you want to try to do as much as you can. Most people spend more money early in retirement than they do later because you just don't do as much in your 80s. You can't go as many places. You, you know, this hurts, that hurts, all these different things. So you want to just try to put a focus when your goal is to travel, your goal is to do things in retirement, put a focus on that go-go period, come up with a plan on no matter what the market's doing, do I have income for these things that I want to do? Because I don't know if I'll be able to do it after that. So it's a little bit on the emotional side when it comes to the retirement planning, but you want to hit those different goals and, and, and that's really important to us for the families that we work with. Yeah, you really want to have the plan determine your activities, not the portfolio. I, I hate to hear that story like Brad just told about missing the trip. When you think about what you want to do and kind of lay it all out, if you're going to be doing some home remodeling uh, this summer, that money should probably be in cash. You got the big trip planned in a couple of years. Maybe you can take a little bit more of an aggressive standpoint, but it's not in the market. You're 30 or 40 years in retirement. Some of that's going to have to be in growth. If you're in the appropriate vehicle for each time frame, you're not concerned. It doesn't change the plan anything, it makes it better. Hey, we had a fantastic year. Maybe we're going to spend an extra couple of days on that vacation, but you would never cancel it because that money is set aside. And it's, it's kind of funny because I'll tell people that you're probably never going to be uh, absolutely happy with where you put that money. Because if you have it on the side and the market goes straight up, you're like, oh, I wish I was in the market. You know, if you had it in the market, it goes down. So just looking at the appropriate place for, for each of those. And, and I, I can tell a story quick. I've Please. worked with the, I worked with a gentleman uh, in 2007. He was a new client. He came on, <clears throat> excuse me, 
he would fire his advisor every time the market went down by about 14%. So I didn't know this at the time. He came in and, and talked to me and he'd never had a plan. And we put a plan in place and we had what I at the time called the boring bucket, not the safe bucket. And we put some money to the side to get him through the first three years of retirement. And then you know what happened in 2008. So he not only would have fired me under the old model, but he would have fired me four or five times. <laughs> but he was so happy because we'd put that money aside. He was golfing with some buddies and they said, Carl, how come you're not freaking out? He's like, oh, I got that, you know, boring bucket. Yeah, we're fine. I'm not worried about this kind of stuff. And I'm like, what's that? And he thought it was like an industry term. And all three of his golfing buddies gave me a call and wanted a boring bucket. It's a little <laughs> late after the market went down, but it was great to see that his whole his whole philosophy changed. His friends could see he's not freaking out because his time frame was taken into account when putting the plan together. Yeah, I think being more dynamic about risk is really important. And Brad, there are tactics you can use within the portfolio that can really help reduce some of this concern. Yeah, you know, one way to minimize the emotional roller coaster ride of the stock market is really just try to level out the peaks and valleys. And, and think of it this way, you are at an amusement park with your family. While you might automatically decline to join them for the ride called the Big Dipper, taking a seat next to your grandchild called the Bumblebee wouldn't be as uh, scary, right? So the, the distinction between the adult and the kiddie version of the roller coasters, the difference between the heights and the depths that you'll take while you're riding it. And there's certain tactics tactics that can that can be followed when handling your retirement portfolio that attempt to manage and limit the highs and lows of that ride. The goal is to reduce the degree that the value of your portfolio might fall. But there is no magic here, right? I mean, the, the, it's really just about balance. You'll likely find that the tactics used to accomplish this objective will be will have a, a side effect that the degree that your portfolio might rise in value will also be reduced, meaning if you're going to take less risk or you're, you're going to have to be okay with less return, right? You're not going to get all the return uh, and take no risk doing it. So um, the, the key really when you're talking about uh, tactics here, you want to diversify. You want to have different areas doing different things. You want to spread out the risk as much as possible. You could have the best stock in the world one year, but no, nobody knows what's going on in that boardroom, right? That, that, that stock could just instantaneously, instantaneously well, that's a hard word, uh, go down very quickly. And if that's all you're, you're in, I've seen so many 401ks that they have 100% in company stock. We have a lot of companies around here, Wisconsin, GE, those kind of companies. But then that takes a hit and you're going down with it. Right. So diversifying, making sure you're in all these different areas. Asset allocation is important. Also, tax allocation. You know, do you want to put everything into your 401k tax deferred or should you start thinking about tax free for later on down the road? Maybe you want to build up a brokerage account so that you have capital gains taxes taxed a little bit less than maybe what your ordinary income will be. So there's all these different things to think about, Tony, and and just make sure that you have the right things in place for whatever could happen down the road. Yeah, having those steps in place is really important. And boy, you mentioned it briefly, not not the topic of today, but tax planning, tax strategies. I mean, it's such a massive area that's overlooked in retirement planning. It's not uncommon that we sit down with the family and we're able to reduce their tax bill over the decades in retirement by six figures. And, and imagine that. Let, let's say it was a hundred thousand. Cut it in half. Let's say let's say we could save you fifty thousand in taxes over your lifetime. Pretty conservative number, frankly, for for most families we meet with. But what would that mean for you in retirement? What could you do with that extra fifty thousand? Is it extra trips? Is it passing more money on your loved ones? Is it you know giving more generously? You know what would that mean for you? 
And I think some of those strategies you're talking about, Brad, can really provide that and provide some peace of mind. And at the end of the day, Randy, it really boils down to having a plan. Yep. I like the uh, what I've heard around here a few times that we're sleep specialists, help people to sleep at night. So I, I, I like to think that what we do enables you to do what you want to do. I don't think there's a lot of people, uh, other than like us, we're in this industry because we find this interesting and fascinating and we want to help people. But a lot of people, their portfolio is, there's a vehicle to help them live the lifestyle that they want to do. Spending time with the grandchildren or going on those trips or volunteering or giving it away. You know, they want to concentrate on that rather than the, uh, the intricacies of all of the different pieces. And some people get kind of sucked in. There's been a few people like, wow, you got a really cool job. I wish I would have done that. And somebody told me the other day, if I could go back and do it again, I wish I, could, I would have done this. But for the most part, people just want that taken care of so that they can do what's really important to them. And that's the power of the plan. You know, Warren Buffett said an idiot with a plan can beat a genius without one, right? And and not, not to say anybody's an <laughs> idiot out there, right? But but it's just except a, for the three uh, of us. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just so important just to have it all planned. But we have a plan, so we're, we do. we're idiots we with a, plans. We have a plan with five stops along <laughs> it's the a way. New tagline. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, retirement planning, and if you listen to the show frequently, you know all about our process, but we call our retirement planning process the retirement-ready roadmap. And, and the reason why is because when you take a road trip, you have point A to point B, but there's stops along the way that you're going to make, depending on how long that road trip is, right? And retirement planning is the same. You have stops along the way that you have to make. Uh, and unfortunately, most advisors don't make those stops. You know, a lot of advisors just do the first stop, which is investments. What stocks and bonds do you have? How aggressive are you? That is very important. It is one of the most important things, but it's not the only important thing, right? So investments is there. The next stop would have to be income. Where are you going to draw money from? When are you going to take social security? It, it, that is a process that could have one of the biggest impacts later on on how long your money lasts or how much money you have left over is drawing from the right accounts at the right time and taking taking social security along with everything else that you have rather than just willy nilly just taking it right uh, and then healthcare is another stop a b c d e f g for medicare or uh, medicare advantage or long-term care and then you have to stop at the family section with estate planning and making sure you have a will and a trust if, if a goal is to leave money to the, the the beneficiaries do you have powers of attorneys all of that is super important um, and then the last one, you tie it all together with taxes, you know, tax strategies. Yes, tax returns are important on a year to year, but what tax strategies are you taking? Because what you do in one area is going to affect other areas that you can't see today, but it will have a big impact later on down the road, especially with what's going on in Congress and taxes going up in the future and all these different things that are going to come along the road you got to tie all these things together. That's that holistic plan. You hear about holistic planning, but what does that actually mean? It is tying all those areas together to make sure you have one plan that's covering all bases and working together. Um, and that's what we do for clients, whether you live in Connecticut or Wisconsin or wherever, right? This is what we do on a daily basis is putting retirement plans together for folks who need help. And we can help anybody, right? It's just giving us the information that we need to build that plan and show you, yes, you're going to be fine. Or here's a couple things you might want to think about along the way that could make this better in the long run. Having a plan, it boils down to that plan, 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 plan. And we'd love to help whether you want a second set of eyes or you don't have a plan. Complimentary process with us. We'd love to assist you. You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Show. Hey, podcast fans, if you're ready to take the next steps to create your retirement-ready roadmap, 
then visit us at retirementreadyshow.com. Here you can download educational white papers, sign up for educational no-obligation workshops, or schedule your complimentary consultation. Also, don't forget to follow and like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Thanks for tuning in. Drake & Associates LLC is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Advisory services offered through Drake & Associates LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Drake & Associates LLC is not permitted to offer. No statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Drake & Associates LLC.